0: Hi friends. Happy November. I wanted to let you know about a new offering I have for you to add to your mother's empowerment resource library. And I want to let you know about it before we head into the episode. The 10 days of culture is an on-demand event that will prompt you to add each of the 10 elements of culture to your daily life in easy and practical ways. Because I know how common it is for us to get overwhelmed by just the day to day details of running a household. And sometimes we, including myself, lose sight of the big picture. That's why I created this challenge. This beautiful little 10 day event will help you pause and connect with ways you can add these small and sweet elements of culture throughout the year. So get ready to be inspired to design a family culture that aligns with your family's needs and values. You can get access to the challenge for free at isabelbridges.com forward slash join dash the dash challenge. Now on with the episode. Hello and welcome to the Mother's Empowerment Podcast. I'm your host, Isabel Bridges. And here on this show, we dive deep into all things mothering, sistering, and humaning. Because the roles that you play are something you learned, not who you are. Let's begin. Okay. Hi, everyone. I want to welcome you to the Mother's Empowerment Podcast and welcome my guest, Patricia Lohan. Thank you for being here, Patricia. Thank you so much. It's a delight to be here, Isabel. I'm so excited to have this conversation about feng shui because I it's something that I've like dipped my toe into and I'm curious about it um, mm-hmm. and I don't know a lot about it. So... We're gonna really do a quick deep dive with Patricia. But before we do that, Patricia, will you introduce yourself and also answer my first question, which I ask all my guests, which is what does empowerment mean to you?
1: Oh, hello everybody. My name is Patricia and I am based in Greece right now. I have a thick, a pretty Irish accent and I've been into functional since I was 15. And it is my passion to help women align their homes with their dreams and to support their environments and and use their environments to support them in just flourishing. And I think that leads into what empowerment is. It's um, like empowerment for me is, is women stepping up and truly honoring who they are meant to be. So I believe that every single one of us has a beautiful gift and it's honoring that gift that is within you and shining from the inside out, not letting anything um, cloud that shine. And, you know, my program is actually called Powerhouse Mm -hmm. and I truly see and support women to step up, be brave and allow themselves to shine. And I forgot
0: to say that I have Patricia's beautiful book about feng shui and just reading it. It's so um, validating of the experience of women that we need it to be simple. And your book is that for me. And I really am so grateful for it. We're actually reading your book. What can you tell us the name of it?
1: It's called The Happy Home, A Guide to Creating a Happy, Healthy, Wealthy Life.
0: Yes, and we're reading it inside of my community, the Mothers Empowerment Sisterhood, together.
1: Amazing. Yes, and I didn't know that. That's incredible.
0: So yes, and it's beautiful. It's just a beautiful, well laid out book. Of course, it is. Um, Yeah. So what I'm really interested in today is talking about space, Mm. because I'll just I'll just say a little bit about me. I'm one of these people who if my purse is big, I have this like propensity to fill it to capacity. Yes. Um, I don't know where that comes from. And I feel that way about the empty space in my calendar. If there's empty space, I feel just I like I want to fill it. And at the same time, I have this like I value the beauty of empty space. Hmm. So in your book, you talk a lot about how we can clear the space by decluttering, but there are other yes. ways to clear the space, too. So I would I love have. to hear your take on both my own propensities, if you have one, and then also clearing how you how you clear the space.
1: Yeah, for sure. So it's like the universe of war is a vacuum. So if you have space, it's mm. going to like fill it up. Um, and I think that for me, when it comes to clutter, I like to reframe it a little bit, especially for moms, because, uh, you know, a lot of moms have come to me and say, "Oh, well, you know, I can't do feng shui because the house is a mess and the kids' toys are all over the place and it's a bit busy and, you know, I've got all that laundry. Mm. <laughs> and for me, I don't define, I don't, I don't consider that clutter and um, that's called life. So the laundry is always going to be moving. The chi is moving. It's changing. Um, The same goes for the children's playroom with the toys. They're always being moved and and, and interacted with. And as long as they are being interacted and moved and played with, um, that's all fine. So hopefully they can kind of let a little sigh of relief with that. Um, Feng Shui is not about like having the most perfect aesthetic home. It's not about this Instagramable home or Pinterest home. For me, it is all about the energetics and it's having a space that supports you. So whatever you bring into the space, I think... It's about being really conscious and mindful of what you bring in. So it's okay to have lots of things in your handbag or to have lots of things in your space, but are they absolutely Necessary? Are they being used? And do they represent mm-hmm. like what you want to create in your life? You know, like mm-hmm. I really like to use the analogy of the, you know, like using your home like a vision board for your future. Mm-hmm. So if you want a calm, easy, flowing life and your home is stuffed with things and there's lots of, you know, filled up spaces, there's, there's not going to be, it's going to feel crammed. Like your life is going to feel really busy. Mm-hmm. So what about like just really leasing and making some space for you because it's a mirror. So your house is a mirror. It's just like you said, with your, mm-hmm. your, your calendar, it's a space and you'll fill it up in your house. You'll fill it up. So this is part of like a pattern and it's an opportunity for you to be like, okay, well, is this, what's my addiction to the busyness, to the fullness? Mm-hmm. And if I want, is this, is this how I want to be? And if it is cool, you know, it's okay. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm, I'm not the feng shui police. I don't go around people's houses telling them to get rid of everything, but I do when it comes to clutter, I'm really, really focused on the places that are the thing and the places and the things that are not moving. You know, it's not about the 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 you know, the life stuff, it's about the cupboards where stuff has been stored for the last two years and hasn't been touched. That's creates stagnancy. And that stagnancy is going to then be marrying back into your life. So you're like, why are things not flowing the way I want? Why do I feel a bit stuck? You know, we literally had a lady in our community realize the other day, she's like, since she joined our power program, she's wanted to um, get, she wants a new job. It's always about being her career and her new job and, and all of has been like her main focus. And she woke up the other morning and was like, I can't believe it in her wardrobe. There's all the clothes from her past career mm-hmm. just sitting there completely stale and stagnant, not moving. And then obviously it's a mirror because she's not moved those and to allow them to move on to create this newness. So there's that, first of all, you know, the physical decluttering of letting go of from spaces that are, you know, that don't serve you, they're not aligned with your future. And then um, the thing that you really enjoyed was the idea of like the physical and then the energetic and um, space clearing. So, you know, your house has an energy, it has an energy imprint, it is literally listening, it hears everything that's happening, it sees everything that's happening, it feels everything. Mm -hmm. And um, it absorbs all of that energy. It doesn't go anywhere. Like after a big tantrum or a big argument, that energy is still in the house. So I would certainly recommend you doing something like um, a space clearing in your home. And this is super fun. And, you know, Isabella, you said, oh, you can do it with your kids. We've had so many of our members doing it with their children and whether they've used Sage or Palo Santo. And um, Janine was just telling me recently that she had done it with her kids and she's a drum. So one was drumming, the other one had a saucepan and they were just using um, the different instruments to shift the energy. Um, And this is known as a space clearing. Thank you. And um, I recommend doing these, um, you know, intermittently, bet- you know, there's there's no like fixed time that you can do it, but, you know, a time you like, maybe something is feeling a bit stuck or someone's upset after uh, after something that's kind of disrupted everything, you know, open one of the doors or windows, get your sage or Palo Santo, put a beautiful bubble of light around you and just set your intention to like allow that energy to just dissipate and clear the space so you can do it with um, either sage or Palo Santo or even an incense stick and then like move around the space clockwise ideally Um, Mm and then you could also follow up with some sound so whether you have like a tibetan bowl or a drum or even a saucepan and, and you know wooden spoon just to move around and shift the energy out with that intention of letting it go and um, there's another like nice top up that I like, whether it's like burning some um, beautiful um, incense or essential oils or um, using spritzing some rose water to like bring the sweetness back in. So as I said, the universe abhors a vacuum. So it's nice to like when you do eliminate that energy, like think about and connect with your vision and intention for yourself, for your family um, and for that like sense of harmony to be restored.
0: Yes, this word restored resonates with me so much. Mm-hmm. Um The one that was coming up for me is repair. Uh, that's mm-hmm. something that we talk a lot about in this community is repairing with our partners, uh, with our children. But what I hear you saying is we can repair with our homes, that there's mm-hmm. actually a relationship that we're having with our homes. And in order to do that, we We have to put the energy into the relationship with the home just like we would any other relationship.
1: Exactly. And when you start building that relationship, and I know as you know, with with moms who've like lots of things going on in their lives, that oftentimes like the home can kind of get overlooked and not like um, tended to. And like, ironically, by tending to your home, it's just like tending to your own body. You know, if you are not looking after yourself, you can't look after your children or your partner or your career. It's the same by not tending to your home, it is not going to be able to support you. when you become more conscious of your physical environment, you will start to see, um, shifts, you know, because your home is a mirror of you. So for example, like burnt out light bulbs, like will represent being burnt out, you know? So there's, there's lots of mirrors and synergies when you kind of wake up to like, wow, like as I tend to my house, it's literally tending to me and tending to it's a, it's the temple for my body, for my soul.
0: I want us to just pause here. I want to, for me to just pause because I have so many questions swirling in my mm-hmm. head. And for those listening, I would love to invite you to just kind of scan, take just a moment to scan your environment. And I'm doing this and I'm just seeing my desk is like fully packed. Mm-hmm. And so that frenetic energy, I, I feel it as you mm-hmm. as you describe. And so not to make it wrong or bad, but just noticing that this is what is here. And we are actually as empowered people can make a difference in our own lives and in our own homes and in our own environments.
1: Yeah, for sure. And you know, one of the things that you had asked um, was for what are like simple, quick things that you can do around your home. And for me, it's, the first thing is about awareness. And it's this exercise that is super fun that you can do just literally today when you're out before you are when you're out, just on your way back to your house, like tune into your body. Like, what's the feeling you're getting at the thought of driving home? Like what how are you feeling? Are you excited? Are your spirits rising? Are they falling? Are they feeling a little like, oh, is there a little bit of dread? Like, what's that? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and then as you come in towards the drive or come into the apartment, what when you're walking in, what do you see? You know, is it being tended to because the chi and the energy you want to bring it into your house. So, you know, are there weeds um, is the front door like working. Is it easy to open? Like, does it feel welcoming? You know, the, the eyes of your home or the windows. So can they are they clear? Are they clean? You know, is it easy to see out? Because if you can't see um, out, you've got lack of clarity. It's also, you know, you don't know where you're going. You can't see what's coming at you. And so it's like looking at your home with this, this idea of like fresh eyes, like imagining it's like your first time getting there. And this is... Not to be done with a, oh, I need to, I need to have extra jobs. But it's that oftentimes you're just kind of running in and out. So you're not like seeing the things that, that are, you know, broken or not working. You know, when you use that word repair, Mm -hmm. um, when we have things that are broken, not working, being overlooked... They're all impacting our energy. You know, it's like you go past that squeaky gate or that that door that's hard to open or that area that's just like a real pain to get through or whatever it is in your house, those little friction points, like they're depleting your energy. And by just overlooking them, you're continuing to keep that going, you know. And we don't need any more stress points. So it's like, what? Where are those those little stress points and, and around your home? And is there like a simple, easy way that you can, in your everyday, just be like, oh, I'm going to just tweak that, or I'm picking up some oil and we're coming on that that gate as I'm going out the next time, you know? It's it's not about overhauling your entire house. In one go. But the exercise is about looking and being like, does this make me feel good? You know, opening your front door, what's the first thing you see? Is it like 20 pairs of shoes, loads of coats? Does the door not open fully? Like, does like instant overwhelm? You know, mm. if that's what the if that's the case. So creating this first impression for yourself every day creates this sense of calmness. So you know, and what, and and rather than being like, oh, well, and then it's like, well, how, how, what's the solution to this? Like, do I need a box to put the shoes in? You know, that, you know, what's the thing. And as you asked about like habits, Mm -hmm. you know, when, when we start to look at like the little friction points that are overwhelming us or that are stressing us out, like it's, it's, taking like fixing it or changing it is going to like create more flow and harmony in the house. Yeah, I can hear our
0: listeners some of them thinking, "Oh gosh. I have so I have two uh, squeaky gates and none of my windows are clean and oh my gosh, there's the spot on the floor that I still haven't wiped up." And And this feeling of like, oh, my gosh. And then I'm feeling like, yeah, but what if this is like mirroring your relationship with someone else? And Mm -hmm. how how much does it matter to you? Like, how much does your relationship with your home and with yourself and with your family members matter?
1: Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. and, And like. The thing is, when people ask me about like well, what is Feng Shui and you know, how do I know if my house is good or bad Feng Shui? I'm like, well, what's going on in your life? like how's your mm. how's your finances? How's your relationship? How are your kids? are they getting on well? Are they getting on school? Are you getting on with your partner? you know, mm. you know, how's your career? It's a mirror. So if they're if you're not tending to your home, it's mirroring back into your life as well um, and creating. And it's it, it sometimes it's hard to connect that dot. Um, but a lot of our well, uh, that's what my whole community have. They're like, wow, I just if I want to change my life, I can change my environment. And by improving and changing my environment, it's going to lead to me feeling better and um, everybody else feeling better because, you know, the moms are the thermometer of the house. And um, so, if Mom's happy, everyone else is going to be doing good. And um, so you know, tending to the space and and making your home the sanctuary for you that you deserve is so important.
0: Okay. so I want to talk a little bit more about community mm-hmm. and creating a culture in the home environment where this is just the way that we do things rather than mom doing everything like do you have any advice for how do we create the culture where this is just the way that we're all moving through the World.
1: Yeah. So there's a few things um, that I love about this practice and you can involve your family on all and so many different levels. Um, and one of them is the idea of, especially when it comes to like t- keeping things tidy, but also like letting go. So, you know, a lot of kids and, you know, find it hard to let go of toys or to declutter and they're like, no, it's mine. And um, so that is, you know, that idea of in in training your children to become good at letting go is so important because letting go on a physical level, um, also then supports them being able to let go on an emotional level. Um, and that from a young age really helps them like, you know, forever to be able to be in this space of, of flow and change. So the first thing I always say is to to my, um, community is, chat like have fun with your kids and get them to like like share what are your dreams what are the things you'd like to do where would you like to go visit like create a vision board like get that kind of juices flowing and then be like okay so if we want new things to happen in our life We're going to have to let go of old things. So it turns into this swap, you know? And instead of like replacing, you know, as I said, the universe abhors a vacuum, so there's an empty space there. But if you're like, we're going to let go of these toys. And we're going to like open up the space for these new things to unfold, you know, and, and get that imagination flowing. So it becomes like a fun swap out. And mm-hmm. um, the second thing is we've I've done this and seen lots of our members do it with their kids is, you know, thinking about any sad things that have happened in the home, like in that building the relationship with their home, any sad things, any like any things that they have um, that, you know, that happened to them, that we just like write them down or draw them and then burn them. Um, and then they replace them with new positive things. So like, what are the things? How do you want to feel in your house? How do you want to sleep every night? Um, So you're like involving them with kind of that idea of creating a relationship with your home. Uh, And when that happens, you start to see and appreciate the space more because you're like, well, your home is going to help us. You know, mm-hmm. you know, it's going to we want to feel happy in here. So does does it make you feel happy when you see this space messy? And um, so it becomes this like this relationship building with your home. Um, And you can also when they're doing the space clearing together, like say hello to the house, like connect with it. And mm-hmm. um, so so it's it's yeah, building that relationship is, is beautiful.
0: I love that. OK, so we're coming to the end of our time, but I would love to just touch in on. The, the different aspects of the house, the different parts of the house. Mm-hmm. If you can tell us, you know, I know, you know, five minutes isn't nearly enough time <laughs> to do that. But. Yeah.
1: So so what I would say is for families and for moms, there is two places that I just think are so mm-hmm. important. And the first is the children's bedroom and in the kids bedroom, um, having a good, solid bed not storing anything under the bed and then the bed positioning are really important you know and one of the things i see with children's bedrooms time and time again is they're just really busy and you know just think for yourself like if you were to think okay this is meant to be a sanctuary for them to rest get a good night's sleep and you walk in and it's like all bright primary colors there's posters mm. all over the wards, w- walls the duvets have like you know action heroes on them the books the toys it's just so busy Um. so if you have the luxury of having like a playroom try and get as much of the kids play stuff out of the bedroom and make it a sanctuary like make it a place that feels like a chill out zen zone as opposed to like here's all of your stuff in here your entire life. Everything is here because it gets too hectic. And I that will certainly make a big difference in terms of their sleep and their energy and their ability to focus as well, because they may do their homework there as well. Um, so there are some key things I would say in terms of like the children's bedroom mm-hmm. and also having a family photo is really powerful in a children's bedrooms mm-hmm. um, because it's really reinforcing that family connection. And then the other room I would say to, you know, have a look at is your own bedroom. And when you walk into that room, just be like, does this represent rest, romance and relaxation? Because if it is filled with work things, exercise equipment, loads of books, loads of busyness, like... It's not going to be a place that you can really totally relax. And it's also going to inhibit your relationship. So in your bedroom, remove any family photos out of the bedroom and just have some of yourself and your partner. Mm -hmm. Um, And that alone will just like that dedication of that room to be you and your partner. Or if you are calling in love, have a picture of, um, uh, you know, a couple in, you know, whether they're. Walking on a beach together, holding hands or that image to indicate the type of relationship that you want to call in is um, a beautiful, symbolic thing that you can do in your own bedroom. So, yeah, just going into your bedroom, use that fresh eyes exercise, walk around, be like, does this represent, you know, does this represent, you know, rest, romance, relaxation, calm, calm? Is, it a, is a place that I can just call my own sanctuary and have a boundary for the kids as well. That it's like a no zone for them. But, and they learn, you know, that's it. As you said earlier, like, how do we instill it in our children? And it's like, they learn, like, you have a clear boundary with your bedroom. You have it set up nice for you and your partner, like they're just going to imitate you. So if your bedroom was a total mess and it's not like tended to, they're not going to do it for theirs either.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. And Where is a
0: good place to start? Like, is there a good first room or area of the house to start in?
1: Um, I would say the front entrance, like I discussed. I think that's like the most important place because it's that first impression when you start getting home every day. Um, And then um, the bedrooms. Okay, wonderful.
0: And is there anything else that you want to make sure that you share with our listeners before we close?
1: Yeah, for sure. So one thing I would like to also say is like not to have family photos over the mantelpiece. So if you have a fireplace, not to have family photos over the fireplace and um, to just really have a good look around on your walls and make sure that the imagery and the artwork represents Um, where you're going and what you want to create in your life. It's very, very powerful for you to be able to um, use your home like a vision board for your future and not just a shrine to your past. Oh, that is so poignant and beautiful. Thank you for that.
0: Okay. I'm going to ask you my last question, which Mm -hmm. is what is the next empowering action you'd like to invite our listeners to take?
1: I would love to invite your listeners to um, come to Patricia.com forward slash moms, M-O-M-S. And I have a beautiful meditation there for creating a peaceful and harmonious home. Um, I've also got a guide on, you know, feng for ch- for children's bedrooms with more insights in that and a video. But I think, you know, an empowering step is taking action and the meditation there would be just an amazing set up with that connection with your home. So whether you take that download or you just do a meditation to connect with the soul of your home, to set the intention for like a peaceful, harmonious home is going to be an amazing um, action.
0: Thank you. I also just want to plug your book again. It's incredible. It's so, it has so many beautiful insights in it. And so Thank you. listeners, if you have gone to her website and listened to the meditation or used her guide, then I just want to encourage you to let her know what the experience yeah. was like for you. And they can find you on your socials and on your email, which I will have again in the show notes. For sure. Thank, Thank you, you Patricia, so, much. so much. This was so lovely. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.
1: Bye.
0: Been listening to the Mother's Empowerment podcast. That's all for today, my friends. And here's what I want you to remember empowerment is an inside job. The only one who can empower you is you. Today's episode was produced by Brendan Lindsay. The intro and outro music are by Matthew Randolph. I'm Isabel Bridges, author of Daddy Daughter Day. I'm also the founder of the Mother's Empowerment Sisterhood. You can learn more about my work and join the sisterhood at isabelbridges.com. And I'm offering a 50% off discount for a limited time only. So check it out today, isabelbridges.com.